What up, y'all? Good evening, good evening. You know the happy Wednesday, how we do? Every Wednesday, come to you 7 o'clock Central Time. Always a pleasure, always fun, always informative, and always a good time. What up, y'all? I know y'all looking at us like, ooh, they just look so hot. <laughs> well, this is only an introduction to the hotness that's going to take place when you come to the masquerade party next Saturday. This Saturday, Cleopatra? Cleopatra Lounge. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. Let's let's go ahead and show out for our 41 year anniversary. Let's do this. Let's get ready to get the holidays coming in. And smoke and drink. Hookah. If you want to. If you want to. I am. So, we just, we wanted to come on with our mask on to get people in the spirit. Good evening, Keldrick. Good evening, Nisi. Good evening, you guys. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday evening. Um, we have a great topic tonight. I feel like Batman. Well, I'm going to take this mask off. So, uh, you go. You can go ahead and you can represent. I don't know, but... Um, I, we just wanted to, you know, get you guys in the spirit uh, before we have the man. Oh, Lord. Before we have the masquerade we did next week, we just wanted to get you guys in the spirit. So hopefully that was uh, that got you going. You ready? To, you ready to get it going next Saturday, right? Yes. Yep. And hey, come on out. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Bring tell a friend. friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. Let's show out. So, so tonight's topic. Go for it, baby. Let's tell them what it is. So we're going to be talking about insecurities. Um, whether you are single, dating, married, you want to have that conversation about insecurities. And we're going to close out um, with another topic. We won't share that yet. We'll just close it out with that. So um, how's everybody feeling this evening? We hope everybody's feeling good. It's hump day. Oh, so we're doing a double feature. Hump, hump. Humping around. <laughs> All right, the humping around shit. <laughs> you good. Humping around. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Okay, y'all know we are a little special sometimes. We are a little special. Okay, we're going to go right into this. And so, babe, I want to talk about how insecurities affect or can affect you mm -hmm. in your single stage. Let's talk about um, it. I think that I'm going to be talking from the woman's perspective of being single and, you know, going through, I've had insecurities before and I've, I've been single and had insecurities and I felt like, you know, men weren't approaching me. I felt like, um, I saw other people get approached. I saw other people get asked on dates, but I didn't really get approached. And so through my assessment over time and anal um, analyzing things, I realized one of the things that was off was my energy. Okay. Um, I was um, negative and maybe a little toxic. And so that led to insecurities because that meant I didn't have eye contact with men. Mm -hmm. That meant that my body posture was off. Mm -hmm. 
that meant that my body language was off. Um, and that also meant that my self-image wasn't so positive. Okay, I, think I understand that. I get that. And so, I'm not inviting. So, the those things attributed to my insecurities because I felt like if nobody's saying anything to me, I'm not going to be in a relationship. And that was daunting, right? And so then you start thinking about, okay, well, why are these things happening? What's, what's my role in this? Right. Um, but it all led to me being, becoming more and more insecure is the point. I became more insecure until I realized and figured out what was causing the insecurities. And I think that many of us have had some insecurities if we don't have them now. We've all dealt with insecurities in some capacity. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, just from the male perspective and from like the single guy perspective. Okay. Insecurities. I have I have my own set of insecurities as being single, you know, and basically, if you look at the definition of insecurity, it's pretty much the uncertainty, uncertainty and anxiety of oneself, pretty much confidence, and the confidence is a big part, which I'm gonna speak from my experience. My insecurities left my confidence, and you know, and you know me now, where sometimes I. I could be real hot at something. I could be real cold at something. Mm -hmm. When I was single, that I could be like that as well. And when I'm real cold, that's my insecurity. That insecurity creep up on me. Like, mm, she she's not she she's too pretty for me. She's not get. I don't think she want to holler at me, or she's not willing to receive me, or she's got you no. Know, she she got too, she got it together too much, you know, or. My size, or she don't, she don't want no big dude. She probably want no old muscle bound, three percent body fat type cat, you know, <laughs> them niggas. And <laughs> you know, you know, you come out. never wear a shirt, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but you know, so and that it, upon being another couple of things in my experience, these are my personal experiences, being shot down too much. When you being yourself, I don't know. Um, mm. The motto of "nice guys finish last." I, in my in my in my personal experience, I lived that and I I lived it and I felt it. So that would always knock my confidence down and lead to more insecurities. Now, because of those insecurities, sometimes I can put I have to put on that that front or the representative. Mm. When you, now I'm doing being somebody who's not authentic, trying to be trying to get ahead. One, because you saw somebody trying to be somebody else and it worked for them. Two, you know, you get tired of being alone and you don't want to you, you want to do get companionship any way you can. Uh -huh. And so those lead to insecurities. Yeah. And now when you was talking about not being feeling like you giving a vibe approachable. So imagine if, if me being a guy and you getting a uh, putting a vibe for unapproachable, uh -huh. like shit, she ain't trying to show me no attention. 
it, and I'm, I'm smiling, I'm shrinking in the moment again. Yeah, so that basically coincides with some of the things that I said about, um, and it's, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny because it, when you have these conversations, you mm -hmm. realize the correlations between how our interactions can lead to insecurities on either side without you even knowing that there's a connection here, right? Okay. Because remember how I started off. I started off that at one point I had a negative vibe and I put out a negative vibe. And so that contributed to the lack of eye contact, the body language, how my posture was, mm -hmm. um, and even my self-image. So if I'm coming across another person who's in um, their lack of security, and they see me, they're like, oh, sh she's not going to give me any attention because she's over there frowning up. Mm -hmm. She over there with the bad body language and posture. Um, you know, you can kind of tell she doesn't even feel good about herself. Because I think sometimes you can see that in other people too. Like you can recognize those things. You can recognize that somebody may be in the space where they don't feel so good about themselves. So to kind of piggyback on that and recognizing things, <clears throat> you know, I was always told and I had to learn it and had to, and had to live it to really get it. Confidence is sexy. Yep. And you have to have that confidence to elude that sexy. And it doesn't necessarily matter on your body, your how you build or how you look. That confidence compensates for a lot of things. And until you get that, you don't realize how powerful confidence is. That's that. Confidence apparently is an energy. It is. And you, it is. When, so when you walk in an area or walk in a space of confidence, it comes out. You know. Yeah, people are drawn to that, right? Biggie, notorious B-I-G, right? He's one of those people. And I used to think about this back in the day. Like, that dude got a lot of confidence. Lizzo, she had a lot of confidence. So it's like, it, people who are highly confident people, you can see that. Mm -hmm. and, and you can see when those, those people are not necessarily high confident people, but they're performing in a high confident space, even though that's okay. not really... Like, because like you just said, it's an energy, right? Right. So you can feel and detect that energy if you're um, in intuitive enough to feel that because it reveals itself. It's it's a showing, it's a feeling that you're going to get, right? So what about dating, um, having insecurities while dating or married? Um, it could be because of previous cheating. Mm -hmm. You agree? Yes. It could be because you're watching other people's relationships um, and that creates insecurities for you because you may think on either side. The man may think, oh, that man's doing this and I'm not doing that. Or the woman's thinking, oh, that woman is getting that and I'm not getting that, so maybe I'm not doing something right. And so that can create insecurities. That, that's, a big, that's a big one. Um, it goes to how they say grass not always green on the other side. Always seeing on the outside what other people have and looking at, I ain't got that, no, I'm not, I can't provide that for mine. Yeah. And it could create a, a, a big insecurity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I, 
I agree with you, Aaron, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly on that one. Yeah, and so I want to kind of sit on that one for a little while because I've known several people that have had issues with their mate because they focused, they focused more attention on other relationships rather than their own. The woman may say to her boyfriend or husband or whomever, you know, such and such husband or boyfriend takes them on trips every three months. Mm -hmm. Such and such. And so now the man who felt like he was confident enough doing all the good work, now he feels stripped of his confidence because this woman is talking to him and saying what some other couple is doing. They're in a different space. It has nothing to do with our relationship, right? And I think that's one of the most important things is focusing on where you are, not focusing on what other people are. Then you have the woman who may see that this other woman over here is getting um, jewels or, you know, she's getting a mm -hmm. new ring every year or every other year. And then that woman is telling her husband or her boyfriend, whatever, you should do that because such and such does that. Right. And that, again, those things create insecurities. The man can can even say to his woman, you know, such and such, she she go to the hairdresser every two weeks. And she get dolled up for her man. And she wears lingerie and she goes to the gym and she eats healthy and she does all of these things. And, and so now... You got your woman feeling insecure because of the comparisons of what somebody else may be doing. So I think it's important to like recognize some of those things. We don't realize some of the things that we're doing can be harmful and cause insecurities that may not have been there before to now come up. Right. Because when you focus a lot, you focus so much on your relationship and... You're looking at others and comparing, which is a, a bad thing. Yeah. It, you know, it puts a lot of pressure on you. And that pressure is a, is a will be a form of, is a form of insecurity. And so if that happens, you know, we're not thinking, hey, they want to take a trip every three months. What? They may be taking trips every three months, but are they financially stable? Are they are they not are you mismanaging their funds to do that? Yeah, you know, or do they actually say, "Hey, let me sacrifice here so I can do that"? Maybe a parental is different than you, and it's almost like what's that? Keeping up the Joneses, right? And that can and that that's a form of it, you know, because and if you, even if we go back to being single, you know, trying to drive the the fancy car. To overcome insecurities. Mm -hmm. So now, I'm trying to take you on trips I can't afford to overcome this new form of insecurity I have. Yeah, so kind of delve into that a little bit um, in terms of how men uh, are doing things that are out of their insecurity to impress or, you know, get this woman to like them. Well, and it's... They're operating in insecurity. Well, you know, the image. Image and ego. Ego is a man-driven thing. And everybody knows all men got egos. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I can't miss a blanket statement. 
blanket statement. Most men got egos. And everything we do is try to feed that ego. And the biggest ego feeder is a partner or pursuit of a, a, a woman or whatever. It, it's the pursuit and the, and the success and the, the victory of the hunt. Now, what we'll do is we'll try to monetarily or um, flash what we necessarily don't have. I may flash $1,000 in my pocket, but got zero in the bank. I may go ahead and try to buy you all, buy all these stuff and you're going to splurge. But the insecurity is I'm doing that because I'm trying to show out something that, something I can't afford, trying to be something better than I am because I don't want to be turned down or looked at something as less than the ideal. You know, um, like I said with the car, we'll spend, we can spend, let's have a $600 car payment and we can't afford the maintenance on it. Yeah, or, I think it's connected to lack, right? Yeah. So if you feel like you're lacking something, I think that, I mean, you can tell me your thoughts about this, but I think that that kind of is rooted in feeling like I'm lacking something. So because I'm lacking something, that creates that insecurity. I feel like I'm lacking um, looks or I'm lacking money or I'm lacking the body shape or I'm, it, it's, it's about lack. Yeah. A lot of it is kind of tied to lack. Yeah, it's kind of like my thought process. I can see that. I never thought about it that way. Lack of or missing something. Yes. Yeah. Because we're not, ultimately, you're not getting that fulfillment. Right. E even once we, um, let's say with sex, sometimes you get a person, uh, you, after you pursue this person and you get her and you have sex and now you don't want her more, that you're looking for that fulfillment that you, you can't never really keep. Yeah. And I, I can see that. Man, that's in the insecurity. That, or insecurity that I keep a lot of women. Yeah. There's a lack of something. Something's missing. Now that's a good one to hit on. The the fact that insecure men sometimes have to have multiple women. Because that um, negates what they really feel. Right. So they're fulfilled by having multiple people in their lives because it's like, then I don't have to focus on these things that I don't have. Right. You know, and I just had a thought in my head, I lost it. You know, but if you kind of think about it, one of the things you will always hear a guy, a lot of times hear a guy say is, I'm secure in my manhood. Yeah. But are we really? Uh -huh. That's the thing. Are we, we can say it, but who, who, how many of us can really live it? Yeah. And the fact that you have to say it. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a big one. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, if I tell you, you have to say it, you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know, like we say, bragging. If I'm bragging about it, I ain't got it. Mm hmm And, and also another thing, our experiences social experiences growing up leads can it also leads to insecurities or that lack of you know like what like give me an example um i'm gonna give you a prime example for me yeah i told you i was kind of a loner in school mm -hmm. that led to me my insecurities and confidences so when i have my confidence issues what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna try to fulfill it to 
by trying to be trying to do something extra. Oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this, or I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna be the one that gotta buy the drinks. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna buy you a drink. Be the nice guy, but I'm still trying to fulfill something. Yeah. You know, go ahead. Instead of saying no, pe even the people pleasing mm -hmm. could be insecurity. Yeah. Not saying no, trying to be fit in. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that was good, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I, because um, we are at the seven twenty mark. I wanna I wanna pause here for just a second. See if anybody has any comments. Have any questions? You guys are quiet tonight. What's going on? They quiet. And the comments working. They, they quiet tonight, babe. What's going on? Oh, because so, they're they getting ready for the masquerade. Oh, they okay. want to say they're they online buying their outfit. That's what okay, it is. Yeah, all right. Okay, look, look, let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Y'all get y'all questions and y'all comments. And look, so we, we started off with our mask, right? Let me take my glasses off so y'all can see. We started off with our mask. So, you know, y'all get y'all masks, get y'all outfits together because it's going down next Saturday. And we want to see y'all in the spot. You know. Let's pass me water, please. So, no questions, no comments on insecurities. Y'all just gonna look at us tonight, huh? That's what we doing, huh? We, we, we do look good, though, in the mask. I mean... Yeah, so... Yeah. yeah they can look. Forget y'all. Y'all acting funny. <laughs> so, um... Because I don't like to talk about things without talking about solutions. I am a very um, results-driven, solution-based person, right? So it's like, okay, we're going to talk about these issues, but what's the result? What's the solution? Okay, we got a question. We got a comment. BC says, insecure can come from self-esteem and lack of trust in past relationships. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause things you things that happen in your past will always affect your future. Yeah. Now, what you between what you do between the past and the future is what's really what's what's going to make the determine your outcome. You know. Yeah, I think, and and let and let's kind of touch on first the self esteem part, right? Because okay. if and which I was going to talk about that later, but I want to talk about that now since Misi brought it up. Okay. So when it when it comes to self-esteem, we really use that word very loosely without really identifying what that means, without having an understanding. If you'll notice, when we come on the lives, typically Marcus is going to give you the definition of the word, okay. of the subject matter that we're going to be discussing. Mm. He's, he's going to give us the definition of that word. He's going to define it so that we have a clear understanding because we use words without having a clear understanding of what the word actually means so that we're not using it in its wrong context. We don't have an understanding of it from a different, um, from a different perspective. We're using the actual definition of that word. So when it comes to self-esteem, People, like I said, we're using it loosely. What does that mean to have self-esteem? What does it mean to, to think that, think highly of yourself or 
whatever that may be. So Marcus, as we always do, what is the definition of self-esteem? So if I Google it, confidence in one's own worth or abilities, self-respect. Okay, so we're going to always go to the definition because we're not going to make anything up. We're not going to tell you what we think it is. That is the definition, right? So pull it back up, babe, because we're going to break it down because I think it's important that we talk about that. All right, so. So the first thing is confidence in one's worth. Or abilities. Or ability, okay? So when we talk about self-esteem, it's not about saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. It's about understanding your worth. Your value as a person. <coughs> yeah, it's water. It should have been liquor. <coughs> Ain't no alcohol in it. You got issues. You okay? Yeah, I told you no, no alcohol in it. I should have got a beer. Okay. <coughs> All right. Moving up. So having a having a understanding of your worth, your self worth. And knowing that you're worthy of respect, right? You're right, right. Knowing that you're worthy of someone, of, of you feeling good about yourself first, right? Which will translate to other people uh, treating you with that respect and having that same level of esteem for you. What was the next part of that definition? All right. Um, own worth or abilities? Self-respect. Yeah. So, so again, we just kind of just touched on every aspect of that definition. So you having self-worth, which will translate to other people, which will ultimately create respect. Okay? You have worth. You have self-worth. Other people will see your worth. They will value you. And they will treat you accordingly with respect. But you know something, babe? And if you're dating somebody with insecurity, it could affect your partner's self-esteem or worth. Mm -hmm. And that's the danger of, of being in an insecure relationship. Absolutely. You know, you tend to diminish. You know, now I say positive breeds positive. Mm -hmm. Well, that insecurity can bring that positivity or the good, a good thing down. Yeah. You know. And I remember I was, how I was talking to you earlier about... I have to make sure I keep my, I guess now, my self-esteem as dating. I was talking about when I started dating you. Mm -hmm. You know, because one of the things, insecurity be, it can be image. Mm -hmm. So, I said, here go my transparent moment of somewhat. somewhat. Dating, somewhat, you know. So, dating you, you have an image, you have a brand. You have a, you have a, a presence. And I remember, and, and you know, as you know, I'm just a confined person. I don't do a lot of social media. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of pictures. Until yeah. I started dating you. But dating you, I could have, I could, that could have made great insecurity to me if I let it. Uh -huh. Because you're a brand. You know, that's like I say, like I told you, somebody interested and says, hey, this is Kia McLean, poet. Author, uh, self, -author, no, self-published author, and this is her band, Marcus. You know, yeah. But because I, I allow my confidence in who I am, that don't let it affect me. Yeah. You know, and because that confidence, and I've always realized, guess what? 
I have to push you, make you, keep you succeeding. Because ultimately, it's best for us. And you, being the great person you are, you bring out attributes of me that I didn't see. So that ultimately, insecurity could kill all of that. Yeah. You're right. And I'm, I mean, I dated people before that had insecurities. And, and that that affects, it doesn't affect my self-esteem or create insecurity for me. But it affects the relationship overall. So when you're dating somebody who's dealing with insecurities, it definitely affects the relationship. Um, and not in a positive way. Right. Right? Because you feel the stress of being with someone who has insecurities. You feel overwhelmed with someone who is struggling with their securities. So it's like that they there's accusations, mm-hmm. right? There are um there's jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have interactions with the opposite sex and it's like, oh my God, you're talking to a man. Like, who is that? You're talking to a woman. Who is that? And so those things create a lot of a lot of issues that I can say that I've dealt with before. One of the things I can say, you know, since you shared your transparent moment about, yeah, you felt like if you didn't have the self-esteem that you have and you didn't have the the love for yourself and and the the high esteem right. i mean really that's what you have because you're really the first person i've dated that has not tripped like that i mean i've dated people who literally i would walk away from talking to somebody and they would be like who is that why you hug them for two seconds 2.5 seconds like i'm not kidding it was so problematic and it was stressful for me and it got to the point where I was like, you know what? You can no longer come to my events because this is what I do. This is my business. And so I'm going to interact with men, women, everybody. So if you're jealous, if you have insecurities, that's going to create problems. And it's not, I'm gonna, not going to allow it to create problems for my business. But one thing I can say with us is you've never said anything to me about who is that guy? Why are you talking to him? Why is this person calling you? Why are you talking to the like I don't have to deal with that and that makes it so like it's just it's easy because I don't have to deal with that. Right. And even as we do this together and as this grows, you know, you're gonna come in contact with people and I have enough high self esteem to not be concerned about that. Right. And because your lack of insecurities in other ways, that actually helps. Because you think about it, when I, when you, if you had insecurities, certain insecurities, when you're out doing these events or doing this and doing that, you don't have you don't wonder about what is he doing, right? Is he or is maybe oh, he jealous? Maybe he's going to chase. Maybe he's trying to do this, trying to do that. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and this is this is a conversation we we have. If I don't call you to, to tell you where I'm at or what I'm doing, that's certain. It's not because of jealousy. It's always because of safety. Right. You're, you you are, you want to know things out of concern, uh-huh. not insecurity. Right, right. You know, and that's one of the things you, being with you have to know about you. Uh-huh. Because, but that comes from communication. You have to explain, to explain to that. Yeah. Because anybody else, you can be like, why you want to keep knowing where I'm at? I'm not doing anything. But it's not because of insecurities. It's out of concern. 
She likes a fluffy dude. <laughs> hey, so there's a, there was a guy in saxophone, fluffy, just and here she go in the park. You know what? They, they, she she's looking with her camera phone, just looking like. So I walk over there and say, you don't sit your tail down. He ain't say sit your tail down. He said, you better sit your ass down. <laughs> so hey, people, people who was all around me was all amongst friends. And they all, yeah, it was, it was funny. funny. So it's, that's a running joke. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. If I play a saxophone, boy. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I think, so Marcus and I joke a lot. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot. And so I think people don't really know how to take us sometimes, especially him, right? I can be a little bit more on the serious side and he is just goofy, like just goofy. So when he says certain things, I think some people may take him seriously. Wow. I know he's joking, but some people may take him seriously. He's joking. He's truly not a jealous person. He's truly not an insecure man at all. And I know because I've dated insecure people before and I know what that looks like. I know how that comes out. And because he travels a lot and I'm here by myself, you know, there has to be a high level of trust on both of our ends. And we have that. And so, uh, but I think I'm saying that to say that we got to this space by understanding and knowing our self-worth, um, having self-esteem, having respect for the person that we're dating and I got to a space where I didn't want to date anybody else that I couldn't trust. I didn't want to date anybody else that my business had to be in competition with their ego because this is my business. I am in contact with people constantly. So if you have reservations about that, if you're not a secure person, I'm literally not going to be the person for you. Uh, and another thing, and we can touch on this lightly. Okay. Um, just for context. If you know me, you know I have a ton of male friends. Mm -hmm. I have a ton of male friends. Or uh, let me just say this, a ton of close male acquaintances, right? So to know that and for me to date somebody who is okay with that and comfortable with that, that's a big deal. He doesn't, and it, it, it's not like I have, he knows every single male friend I have. He's met them or he's spoken with them. I have a male best friend and I have a female best friend. He knows them both. He's met them both. They're both in St. Louis. He's met them both. He has spoken to both of them. 
So there's there's no reservations about, oh my goodness, like she has these male friends, she talks to them, she hangs around them. Like, and even when I get into a relationship, how I move with my male acquaintances and friends, it changes, it's different. Not because of anything with us, but because I respect my relationship and I don't want it to even come up. I don't even want that to surface where insecurities could come up. So we have a very trusting, um, openly communicative relationship that avoids any of that. And, and you know, and we're going to speak, actually, that's going to be one of our lives. That's going to actually be a topic about opposite sex friends. Because that, that tends to be brought up a lot. It, yeah, it is. It brought up a lot. And we'll, we'll discuss it. No, we'll we'll pin that one because we can go we can go another hour on that one. Yeah, that's why I said I just kinda wanted to touch on it and then we can just move on. I didn't want to go into depth about it. And I talked to Tart about coming on um to have that discussion with us okay. when we get ready to do that. Um Okay, so now do we have any other questions or comments before we move into the next part of what I want to discuss? Any comments, any questions about what we just discussed? Y'all too quiet. I'm gonna hang up on y'all. Hit, hit in uh, live, baby, because they ain't they ain't even uh, participating. <laughs> we ain't gonna meet sitting up here uh, on this live with them and they ain't talking to us. I don't even see no emojis or nothing like what? I, well, and in the interface, I saw a few. No, I ain't seen no emojis or nothing. No, they was they was they was throwing they was, yeah they they, they vibe off tonight. We just gonna they was throwing a few. We throwing y'all away tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, tell my she ain't gonna hang up. <laughs> she know me too well. Mm. She know me too well. Don't be trying to speak now, Tart. <laughs> that that's my male best friend there, y'all. Jermaine Tart. Hey. That's that that's my bestie. Wait. So we have over twenty years of friendship, and we're gonna bring him on the live when we talk about. You know he's your best friend from St. Louis because when you say y'all. <laughs> oh, you talking about my St. Louis slang? Yeah, came out real fast. Don't come for you. Hold on, Missy on her with me. Hold on. Don't come for the STL now, baby. We don't play. Hold on. You seen that one. Rick Tumbo. Awesome. Rick Tumbo. <laughs> Your past, again, your past is going to keep coming up and things 
if you don't work through it. If you don't heal, which is the thing I talk about every day. If you don't heal, if you don't do the thing that's necessary to start to enter into healthier relationships, you have to do things differently. If you keep doing the same things, you get the same thing. And so we have to we have to stop entering relationships with that insecurity, with that lack of healing, with that lack of accountability so that you can move forward and, and have healthier relationships. Because again, I'm transparent. I share a lot. I was, I was a toxic person. I had some toxic traits. There were things that I did that attracted the wrong type of people. And that's just what it was. And so through my healing journey, I have learned that I attributed to some of the things that happened. Even if, even I attributed to even attracting people who were so insecure that it caused relationship issues because they didn't believe that I'm going and I got I have this speaking opportunity or I have this event that I have to do and I'm going to have to interact and I have to engage with with um, the opposite sex. I remember one time it was a guy that I went to a poetry show and one of the guys came off the stage. This guy was considerably younger than me. I mean, he was probably a few years older than my son. And I walked up to him and I said, that was amazing. And he had mentioned on stage that he wanted to write a book. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. He said he wanted to write a book. So when I approached him, my compliment was about his artistry on stage. And then I was like, you should absolutely write that book. Write that book. People need to hear this. It's just, I'm complimenting him. I'm pouring into him, right? And the person that I was with, I'll never forget. We walked outside and he was like, you just gave that nigga all that attention. I can't believe, I mean, he was angry. But that was that was due to his insecurities. He He couldn't see that I was genuinely just pouring into somebody. I was genuinely pouring into another, a fellow poet, a fellow creative, mm -hmm. a fellow artist. If if I saw him do that to a woman, if I saw him compliment somebody and say, that was, he loved music. That was awesome. Your singing was amazing. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I would love to hear. You going to record that? I, I wouldn't have felt any type of way about it. I think we have to get used to celebrating each other. We have to get okay with acknowledging other people's strengths and it doesn't have to mean anything you know we kind of talked about that a little bit last night saying hello don't mean i want to sleep with you right giving you a compliment doesn't mean i want to sleep with you and we have to be okay with those things and if you're not comfortable with yourself it's going to lead to all these thoughts that run through your head so just one quick question <clears throat> so when you recognize an insecurity in a mate for the same for the same instance it's that person do you feel you have to overcompensate somehow? Like, give him more attention than you normally would just so he wouldn't feel insecure? Or you have to move different to, comp to compensate for his insecurities? I felt like I had to include him in everything. Because if I didn't, then by not including him... And when I say in everything, I mean every, every potential conversation every potential opportunity to do something mm -hmm. because if I if I didn't say anything it would be like so you why do you tell me you talk to such and such 
Why don't you tell me you, you know, you had this conversation about a potential uh, event? Why don't you know? So it always turned into something which led me to feel like I have to over explain. I have to give more details than what's really necessary. So yeah, you, you find yourself in that position which I just, I, I committed myself to never doing again because that's not a real relationship for me. That was stressful. It was just, it's constant trying to make somebody else feel comfortable about something they came in the door knowing I did. Okay. So, you know. Alright, so we got 15 minutes left and I definitely want to touch on the, um, the things to do to work through your insecurities, right? Oftentimes, we will talk about things and people will say, well, how did you do X? How did you do Y? How did you do Z? Okay. And so I want to share some of the things I did. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever said this in this group. I've said it in my other group. Empower to be. Eat the fish and throw away the bones. If what I say doesn't apply to you, if what I say doesn't help you, throw it away. If, matter of fact, throw it to the side because you might want to pick it up later. If it does apply, eat it. Absorb it. Take, take what you need. Get the nutrients from what, from what you need to get the nutrients from. And then move on. Do what you got to do with it. First thing is you got to have self-love. How do you have self-love? There's a thing that I call image awareness. So through my image awareness, um, I practice loving myself. Um, every day, if you've heard, if you've heard a couple of other interviews that I've done, I talk about something that I do and I honestly do it. And it's funny because Marcus heard the interview and he said, you really do this. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> he was like, you know, some people say they do things, but they don't really do it. They're just kind of saying that. He's like, but you honestly do this. You haven't got to see it this week because, you know. Even though you leave before I do. So when I get up in the morning, I take my Bluetooth speaker in it's the still, bathroom. It's still in there. I, every so often I pull it out and charge it. But go ahead. <laughs> I take my Bluetooth speaker in the bathroom and it's blasting. And we have this big mirror in the bathroom. <clears throat>
more than happy with my body, with myself. But doing that makes me feel so good. And I do it every day. I do it every morning or at some point during the day. Um, I, I think I've come to do it more while you're not here because you would look at me like I was crazy. <laughs> so I wait till you leave and I do it. But anyway, having image awareness is important. That helps you to build your self-esteem. Um, so practice in the mirror. Talk to yourself. You know, say those positive affirmations, writing out things, um, journaling, writing yourself. I write myself letters sometimes. I write myself a letter and say, you know, I love you. I adore you. I think you're amazing. Five years ago, you weren't in this place. Look at you now. There are things that I do to pour into myself. So I don't struggle with self-esteem issues like I did before. I don't struggle with things that... I once struggled with. So, yes, Janelle is beautiful. You better say that. <laughs> you better say that, sissy. So, having that image awareness increases your self-esteem. It increases self-love. And it increases your... Um, uh, it increases security in yourself so that you don't have to be like... And even in your partner. I don't have to... And in fact, I want to share this story real briefly. So I went and got my hair done. And the young lady, this is a new young lady that just started doing my hair. And she said, she called me Miss Kia. She said, Miss Kia, um, your guy works out of town? And I said, yeah. She says, so y'all FaceTime every day? I said, no. I said, we never FaceTime, hardly. I mean, twice. it's very rare that we do that, right? And so the young lady is about 28, 27, 28 years old. She says, I would never date somebody and I couldn't FaceTime them. I said, oh, I can FaceTime him. But there's, I don't have a need to do that. There's no need for me to, I mean, in terms of, because she was saying it as if she needed to see proof. That he was by himself. I don't need that. Because I'm secure in my relationship. And when you get to that place. There's no need to do all of that. I don't need to check his phone. I don't need to go ramble through his car. I don't need to do any of those things. Because. I want. I wanted a relationship. Where I felt like. I'm in a secure. Healthy. Happy relationship. We don't sit up and fuss and fight. We don't have to sit up and argue back and forth. Do we have disagreements? Absolutely. Do we resolve them as quickly as we can? Absolutely. Because we made a point for that to be how the type of relationship we wanted. Yeah. So talk about like my phone. You had the comment. I gave you the code. You probably forgot it. And I'm so cool about it. You'll get pissed off at me because I leave my phone at home. I'll walk, I'll walk off and forget my phone at the house. because I'm not worried because I have nothing to hide on it. I'm not worried about who somebody's going to call. She's she going to get pissed at me because my safety. Like, why, like, you left your phone. Like, why you leave your phone? 
and that's and that's just as curious. Yeah, it's always about safety for me. I'm always concerned about safety, and that's just that's just a trauma response for me. So, um, but again, but we have codes to each other's phones. We we leave our phones out because there is no need for us to have insecurities about that. And you know, people have their own opinions about that. We don't care. We ain't asking. That's what we do. It, it, but we don't have to go through each other's phones. It's sitting there. His phone can be sitting right there. There's no need for me to go through his phone. I probably would never go to his phone. Like, there's no need for me to do that. And he doesn't have a need. He can pick my phone up. And I've been in relationships with people where literally I'll hear it ringing and I'll go to pick it up and hand it to him. And they would be like, oh my God, she picked up my phone. And that's because you, you was doing shit you ain't had no business doing. You didn't want me to see it. Okay? We ain't going there. That's what people will do when they trying to hide stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you did that too, babe. <laughs> you go back to a pre to go back to a couple of lives. <laughs> yeah, in your previous relationship, she was yeah, you was yeah. getting a little truck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nevertheless, I think insecurities are something that we can overcome, right? Insecurities are something that we can heal from. There are, there are things that we can resolve um, within ourselves so that we can enter into healthy relationships. And so when you're in that single season, as I started off um, talking about, when you're in that single season, you some of your insecurities are showing. The fact that you can't look that other person in the eye. The fact that mm -hmm. your body language is off. Tart and I actually kind of talk about this often. You know, we, we analyze things sometimes. And, and so we talk about that. And I'm a, that's our inside joke. Uh, but your, your self-image, you know, all of those things kind of come through. People can see that. And you think you're hiding it, but, you know, it's something that's seen. And so that makes the man or the woman who may be wanting to approach you, look at you and say, uh, they might have some insecurities there that I don't really want to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um. So the last thing I want to I want to talk about real briefly because we, we we're at seven fifty four is this phenomenon about people saying you're single when you're in a relationship with somebody if you're not married and this typically happens when babe when the guy trying to holler at the lady that's oh you know, no no um you you got somebody. Oh, you married? Oh, you ain't married? Oh, you still sing? You still available? I still got a shot. And this is something that came up. How do we feel about that? Well, how do how do how do women feel about that? Because as a guy, I'm, I, I thought about this earlier too when you when you said this to me. Have you ever heard you didn't put a ring on it? Mm-hmm. I can do what I want to do. You ain't put a ring on it. Yeah. So, can, couldn't that lead to that mentality? From a, oh, he he put a ring on it. You still available? Yeah, and I think so. When I got the call about this particular topic earlier, what they said was, she said she had several men approach her, and she was like, "I'm in a relationship." He was like, "But you're not married." And her response was, "No, legally." I might not have that piece of paper, but I'm in a relationship. And and so she said, 
of course, the guys are doing that because they think that gives them the opportunity. If I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. It's clear I'm not married. So there's no need to to state the obvious, right? Mm -hmm. That's the obvious. Like, don't be an idiot. The obvious is, I'm in, if I tell you I'm in a relationship, clearly I'm not married. So that means respect my position. Respect where I am. I'm in a relationship. No, I'm not married. And that does not mean I'm single. If Now, we're talking about filing taxes. Of course, that puts me in a different bracket. When I file my taxes, I'm filing single or head of household or whatever their status may be. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm in a relationship. I don't have to be married to for you to for for me to tell you I'm in a relationship and back off and have some respect. Okay. Once that's said, is it is it done with that person? They they receive it and they move on. Do they move on? Or do they keep they keep trying? I haven't had that happen in a long time. So I, but what the person that called me earlier said this was happening multiple times and the person what the one of the people continued and he persisted and kept saying I'm trying to get you to understand you're still single though you don't even have a ring he ain't even proposed to you see apparently that's disrespect as far as I'm concerned but it's, it's disrespectful and that's a clear indication even she was single. Single. Mm -hmm. They they can never get they can never coexist because they got two different ideologies, right there. Right. Cause that, that's a that's a point. Yeah. So, at that point in time, you 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 really just in it for physical physical because yeah. you're, you're you're not in for a long term with her. You're in for a physical because y'all not mm -hmm. even seeing eye to eye on that. That's the point. I mean, even if even if you had a chance, you don't have a chance. Right. Because our our thoughts aren't the same as it relates to that. Because I don't feel like being in a relationship does not qualify me. I wouldn't go out here and say, oh, I'm single because I'm not married. I wouldn't go out here and say, I'm single because he hasn't proposed to me. I, like, I just think that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And so, it also brings a couple, a couple things I thought about earlier. One... What's what's the most sexy? What's the sexiest thing? Or one of the sexiest things? Somebody we can't have. <laughs> you know, some of these celebrities out here that we crush on. If they were a celebrity, we probably wouldn't give a damn about them. True. Um. Another thing I thought about with that one is. Well, hold on! I actually forgot about it. But, oh, I know what it is. You gotta shoot. Sometimes you shoot your shot. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, it's like the risk. So you going back? You going back? Right? Yeah. Okay. So reward is worth the risk. Mm -hmm. Worst you can do is tell me no, but if you tell me yes, with the reward. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, it happened. I don't think I told. I said to you what I said last night about something. It had it may it probably worked before. Yeah. That that line of thought got you that cookie before. Mm-hmm. Oh, multiple times. If I if I keep doing something that don't work, I'm not gonna keep doing it. Yeah. But if I get to, if they do it a couple times that work, 
Even if it's one time out of five, mm-hmm. <laughs> hell, in my eyes, that's good odds. Yeah. Because what you can say, what you can tell me is no. But when you tell me, yeah, I damn. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, with that, ultimately, ultimately yeah, you're right. It is disrespectful. Um, two, one of the ways you, ha- you we can combat we can combat it, but it's not realistic. Is is a lot of females out there who do accept that train of thought to stop. Yeah. Because like I said, if it don't work, if it stop working with others, I'm not gonna. They're not gonna keep doing it. Yeah, which is also what we kind of touched on a little bit last night. So for those that didn't get to tune in last night, we um, were guests on The Lounge, which is Yule and Ray's show um, that they do every Tuesday evening on Instagram. So, man, we were on there for like three hours. Man. Um, Good dialogue. You know, people had questions. It was very engaging. Um, We enjoyed it. It was a way to, you know, promote uh, the weekend anniversary event next weekend. So it was a really good opportunity to highlight the group, highlight yeah. what we're doing next weekend. And, and what we stand for. Yeah. And it was interesting, really, really interesting conversations took place. So as it relates to insecurities, again, I'll, I'll go over what I've done. Eat the fish, throw the bones away. Yeah, I was quiet tonight, so uh, we might not show up for them next week. What you think, babe? We always show for our people. Because they, they just was quiet tonight. We we'll show for them. Didn't nobody start talking to Janelle got on here. <laughs> it <She>, was Missy. <laughs> well, I, Missy and Janelle. <laughs> I ain't going to... Well, you know, Janelle is a little firecracker, so she's a little fire starter. I ain't going to... I'm going to word fire. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. Um... I want, I want to thank everybody for participating. Thank everybody for supporting. Uh, remember that next Friday is the happy hour. We're going to be starting at 5, 5.30ish at Wizards in Richardson. On Saturday is the Masquerade event. Yay! That's going to be starting at 5 p.m. It's going to be at Cleopatra Hookah Lounge um, from 5 to 8. And on Sunday is the trail walk and picnic in the park. We will be providing um, some fruit trays and some other uh, pastries. So make sure you come out. We have a surprise. We're not going to tell you what the surprise is. We do have a surprise. We're not telling them. Nope, we're not telling them. But it's so good, though. We're not telling them. If they don't come, they don't know what the surprise is. Where's the shit? Well... They gotta come to see the shit to be a part of the shit. You, you need to keep me off. You need to keep me off live then, cause I'm I'm breaking. Well, I'm kicking you off the live, cause we ain't telling this secret. If they don't come, they don't get to be a part of this. Fudge. Yeah. Fudge. Oh. So tell a friend to tell a friend. We want to see y'all next weekend. And again, thank you all. We appreciate you all. We love you all. Peace. We out.